Yeah, Drake. Champagne Poppy. <laughs> no, Drake and Josh, bro. today that miracle alien cookies we'll get this lit before we actually get into this episode though because it's been kind of an intense morning we'll talk about that here in a second too we'll try not to get too far ahead of ourselves here because it's been a couple weeks we did not film the podcast last week which i'm really sorry about that everybody Mm-hmm. so mm, that mac has got to be one of my favorite strains in the last couple years. It sells out really fast, but when you get it, especially when it's from the right garden. All right, so today's episode, um, before we get into it, I always like to remind you guys, do not forget about the Hawaii show, uh, June 27th. It's coming up. Contact Hetty Hawaii if you guys have any questions about that show or um, like RSVPing or just any travel information for that. Uh, next week's episode, we're going to have Goliath here. Uh, he's going to be in the studio collabing for two days, and then we're also going to do a podcast together. We'll talk about the collabs we're working on. We'll talk about life, and uh, I'll make sure I put a questionnaire out there for you guys on Instagram. So uh, if you guys want to ask Goliath a question direct, I'll put something out there so we can try and get some questions for him from the fans. Also, too, uh, this podcast will probably be dropping like this Sunday or Monday, so this is going to be dropping before the Clear Planet Caravan drop um, is available. We're about to ship that out here, I think, Friday, and it's an 80-piece drop, so we're it's the biggest drop of the year, and it's the only giant drop like that. The rest of the drops we'll be doing this year will be a bit smaller so that we can get glass to more stores, hopefully. That is our goal. So there's my little plugs I have to do in the beginning of the episode, and now we can kind of get into it a little bit. But I want to slow it down a little bit and just try and enjoy my joint a little bit. Because I've been waiting to have this one. In episode four, I got way too stoned before my producer got here. And then I got more stoned on the podcast. And at about 35 minutes in, I didn't know where I was. So today, hopefully, we can do a little bit better for you guys. Mm. That Mac. Man, I had a had kind of a stressful morning. I wasn't even going to talk about this on the podcast. But fuck it. Let's talk about it. Um got into my first fight slash stressful kind of argument with uh with my assistant (coughs) i've never gotten mad at him before openly i mean of course you get mad at your employees sometimes behind closed doors but then you don't bring it to them because it's just ego getting you mad but today we got in a little fight and fuck it like threw my morning off i was getting all ready for the podcast i'm like oh yeah it's been a couple weeks. I canceled last week because a bunch of shit, which we'll talk about soon. Um, and then getting a fight with my dude. And we've never been in an argument before. And I'm not going to tell you guys really what it was about because it's all personal stuff. But the point is, is that, man, that was how I started my day. Um, but we're good now. I told him to go home for today and we'll just kind of calm down and uh, we'll talk again tomorrow. Cause like I told him, I was like, dude, I'm worked up right now. I don't want to talk about this. Cause I'm going to say shit. I don't mean, and I care about you. And I don't want to, I don't want to be mean to you just cause I'm upset. Cause later tonight I'll regret everything I'm about to say. 
So why don't you just go home? We'll talk later. But yeah, that's how my morning started. But that's okay. We can make today a much better day. Um, today I'm working on a bunch of colored stuff. I'm finishing up the last few pieces for the Planet Caravan drop, which is like 95% color. But there's a, I mean, 95% clear, but there's a few colored pieces mixed in. I'm just finishing up those today. And then, man, I'm getting ready for Goliath to be here next week to collab. I'm not ready. I'm not ready for him to be here. Mm-mm. I'm so behind and I don't even have any fucking color. I'm like low on all my materials. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have him here. We're making stuff for his show coming up. It's the Three Amigos, and I believe that's with Firefly and Bowman. I may be wrong about that, though, guys, honestly. But Goliath has a show coming up in April, so check that out. But I'm excited to work with him. This time when we collab, though, I'm not going to go crazy. The last couple years of collabs I've done with people, I made it a point to, like, basically like work so hard and show these other artists that like I'm really trying to give 110% and show them respect and build some incredible glass but like not be lazy about it but this time I'm going to slow it down I'm not going to make like six seven or even like I'm not going to make that many pieces I only want to do a couple I just want to enjoy it have some fun I don't want to feel so much pressure because I notice when I collab with people it's like so intense like we don't go get food we don't eat like and like I feel like these, the people I work with aren't really, they're used to like ha having it more of an enjoyable experience. Let's be real. Cause this is working with me is not fun at all. It, you, you feel like you have to just keep going to prove some point. I don't know. This time I'm going to slow it down though, because I want to try and enjoy my time with Goliath and I want to try and just like, I just don't want to feel that normal anxiety and pressure I feel when I'm collabing with people when I'm just like, you got to make sure you get this much done so you don't waste anyone's time, Evan. Because I don't want to waste anyone's time. But yeah, that's that's coming up next week. He's going to be here the uh, 18th and 19th, which is, uh, which is pretty cool. I'm pretty excited regardless, even though I'm already checking myself to make sure I don't go too hard. Like I want to go like really hard on the piece, but I don't want to like push myself to be like you have to finish this many pieces and stay up to five in the morning because I don't care who you are if you work to three four in the morning and do that multiple days in a row you feel like shit you don't feel good you feel sick you feel delusional and every time I've collabed with someone it takes me a fucking week to recover like I keep working obviously I'm still out here in the studio but it takes me a week to feel better again and I want to be able to like you know, do the collabs and get right back to like crushing at my same pace. I don't want to get completely like flatlined from it. Also too, because like I've been trying to be a little bit, I've been trying not to do as many collabs, even though I don't do that many. I'm already like, there's so many people that I want to work with and that also want to work with me. But like recently I've just been like, man, I, I can't, I'm sorry. I'll contact you when things are more opened up. Maybe after, you know, maybe late summer or fall, but I need to get to a point where I'm more like, I would say like, I need to focus on mental health is a big thing. Like you guys watch me grind all the time and I'm not trying to convince anyone that grinding like the way I do and how hard I work and everything I say yes to is easy. It's not, it's, it's exhausting and it's a lot of work and it'll beat you up. I mean, physically is one thing. Like I'm not worried about the physical thing. It's more just like that mental feeling like you're at the bottom of a hill and even if you're running and climbing at your hardest, you're, you're just running in place. You're not getting anywhere. You're just looking up this giant mountain that you have to conquer and it's, and you're doing your best and you're just not able to even get an inch up it. 
So this year I need to focus on like getting myself to a point where I can calm down and, and be able to just like be able to enjoy little things and find things I like again, because I've been working so hard the past seven years on Bear Mountain Studios. It's like, I don't even know what I like anymore. It's weird. It's like the only thing I think about is glass. The only thing I think about is the next piece or this next drop or what I have to get done. So I'm going to work on that this year. I'm going to slow down and not say yes to so much stuff. That's my goal. So hopefully that I can get myself a little bit more rested and a little bit, you know, and also too, I want to be able to fucking play on these lathes and practice new prototypes and stuff. So I I need to make it a conscious effort to like try and not say yes to too much stuff, but definitely excited to work with my dude Goliath. It's going to be fun. Um, let's see what else here. Um, oh yeah. Uh, let's just talk about real quick, like last week, why, why I canceled that, uh, that podcast. Um, because I'd hit up my producer, like, I feel like the night before that morning, like we good today. And then like, literally like a few hours later, it was like emergency. We're canceled. We're not having anything. Holy fuck. And really what it was is I was, I had a really bad anxiety attack and the emergency was a financial thing. We had like accountants pull money they didn't tell us about and all this stuff happened and like basically looked at my account was like almost zero dollars I'm like I work fucking constantly and I have no money how crazy is that you think I'd have all the money in the world with how much I work so I had a little anxiety attack about financial stuff and then I was like I got to get this planet caravan order out I need to get people their glass like I need to get ahead so I was just freaking out and I just started working harder like like a crazy person which isn't good for your family either. You can be a hard worker, but you need to balance yourself so that you're not losing track of why you're working so hard. You work so hard to take care of your loved ones. You don't just work hard to work hard. Sometimes I feel like I do that to myself. It's almost like my version of like a punishment. It's like, I'm just going to push myself until I feel sick and work till you're dizzy and just keep doing that to yourself until you learned your lesson. But I'm like, what lesson am I even trying to fucking learn? But yeah, basically last week canceled it because we had that happen. The baby got sick. There was like a bunch. It was actually like, this is like one bright side, I'd say, to how things usually happen to me. When shit goes wrong, it all happens at once. 10 things will happen in one day. Instead of being spread out over 10 days, I'd rather it all happen in one day and be a day of hell. So it was basically just a perfect storm, financial stuff, like babies being sick, like me having an anxiety attack, a bunch of silliness. And I didn't want to film a podcast and me just being negative the whole time, even though this one seems like I've been bitching for about 15 minutes, which I'm not, I'm not trying to, but yeah, but, um, yeah. So I didn't want to film like a podcast where I was just, uh, like complaining the whole time and being like, Ooh, you know, cause it's just, I didn't, I, I just wasn't in the right headspace. But then after I canceled it, I got so many nice DMS and emails and people sending messages being like, Oh, like I'm so bummed you're not doing this or that. So, you know what, guys, regardless of how I'm like feeling that day, I'm going to still film them. They might not all be good. None of them might be good. Who knows? But I'm going to keep doing it. Um, Even if I have to go out of town for something, I'm going to try and pre-film these so we're not missing a week. Uh, Just because the few of you out here that are watching these and do like like them and stuff, I want to make sure that I'm uh, still putting them out. Because I have a lot of fun doing them. I get excited. It's like fun. Like I'm my days right now are very uh, repetitive. I do a lot of the same things. So uh, when these podcast days come up, I feel a little scared. I get a little anxious. I get excited. And having those types of feelings is, uh, is honestly refreshing. It's nice. Cause I, I used to, I get that a lot with, um, I mean, I get it from collabs. I work with people, but I used to get it a lot. Just anytime I turn on the torch, cause I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. 
but now I'm feeling a bit more comfortable. And, uh, yep, Friday, last Friday was my birthday. We're supposed to film the podcast on Thursday. Then we canceled that. And then Friday was my birthday. And like, literally we, uh, like I said, we had like a financial crazy shit happen with accounts and stuff. So we didn't have any money. So we didn't do anything for, uh, the B day, but, um, my wife still like, uh, we still made it fun. We did a giveaway that day cause I just hit 70 K on Instagram. So we did a 70 K giveaway. Um, and also I like to do giveaways on like birthdays and like holidays and stuff like that. Just like a fun little thing to do. I, I enjoy doing them. It's more for me than anything. It's something I like to do. So that's what I did for my birthdays. I made a piece and I gave it away. I don't know. Um, let's see here. Did you, uh, any of you guys see those posts that, uh, I don't know if it's real. I feel like it's real, but I'm a pretty gullible guy. I'm easily tricked. Um, but did you guys see that Drake was in Dab and Granny's live? That's crazy. Like, I don't know. Like, like Gail lives down, like, right here where we live in Southern Colorado. And I've hung out with her multiple times. And just in, like, not even a business sense, like a friendship way. She's, like, such a nice, down-to-earth lady who, like, I want to know more about her story. I want to have her on here because I want to know, like, how how did you become Deb and Granny? But seeing her, like, in a live, like, talking to Drake or, like, hanging out with, like, you know, like, famous people and stuff, like, Dan Belzerian, regardless of what your feelings are on these people, I just like seeing someone like her who's just, like, a normal person that's a cannabis, like, advocate and, like, she, like, puts her story on the internet and openly shares it with people for better, for worse. She just embraces the haters. Like she's going to be one of the people that really helps. Like, I feel like legitimize our industry even more, you know, like even if like Drake's not buying rigs or anything, just the fact that he knows about her, he knows about dabbing. He knows, knows about these things. People will slowly start seeing glass. I'm just so excited to see like where our industry might go, like how big this might get. And I talked about this in another podcast, but it reminds me of so much of like skateboarding in the nineties, like in the nineties, it being a very underground, like, you know, like counterculture thing. But nowadays you look at skateboarders, they're making millions of dollars and it's a super legitimate like business. And I'm not saying it's the same thing. Like skateboarding isn't the same thing as pipe making. But those are the two things I know. So that's what I just, I see the, um, I see the commonalities with just like how it's growing. And I, my point is, it's just really cool to see like how like dab and granny's interacting with these, you know, these like big public, like famous people. And they're going to slowly start seeing our industry more and more, seeing the pipes, seeing the culture, seeing all the different products people offer. Cause it's not just glass art. There's like, there's so much in this industry. And I know people want stuff to stay underground, but I want our industry to grow because I want to be here forever. This is where I want to live. I want to live in the cannabis community. I want to be part of it. Like my whole thing is I could care less about being the cool guy or like the most popular, any of that. I just want to be part of it. I'm working hard every day, like building pieces. We're trying to do the podcast. We're trying to do all different stuff so that we can just be part of this community and bring value to it. So it's really cool to see, like, just to see, like, this industry getting even more legitimate. Cause when I first started blowing glass, like weed wasn't like legal. And then like a year later, Colorado legalized marijuana and we fucking moved here. We were like, Oh my God, weed's legal there. And like we could blow glass and smoke weed and just like live in this beautiful place. It just, it just seemed like a dream, but regardless, all of it's a lot of hard work, even if it's a dream and it's something to love. And 
you want to do, it's, it's not all perfect. I mean, it's, it's all of, it's a lot of hard work. And I think right now in our industry, there's a lot of people working hard for just a little bit, just enough to keep their businesses going because they believe in this industry. So all the other small business owners out there, guys, you keep crushing, even if it's paycheck to paycheck, because that's how we do it too. We just, we have faith that this will keep on growing to something great, something that we all can experience together in a, a place we can enjoy where there's a nice underlining theme of just smoking a lot of weed, which I love. Um, man, I, I want to talk about some weird shit that's been happening with, uh, first of all, first I'm going to let my joint, but I want to talk about some weird shit that's happening with just like Instagram growth and like, don't mind me. I, I, I think I'm getting a little congested or something. I got a little Corona or something. Um, I'm just want to talk about, <laughs> I just want to talk about what's happening with like Instagram growing. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to get some like stalkers and some haters. It's pretty interesting. I figured we should talk about it. Cause the people that watch these early podcasts, you guys are along for the ride with me. You guys are hardcore supporters. So let's talk about some of this interesting, weird shit that's happening. It's got fucking ash everywhere, dude. Now, there's a glass artist out there right now. Well, okay. I'm not going to say who it is because if I, if I say his name, I don't want people to go attack him on my behalf or be rude to him. I don't, I wish nothing for the best for this guy. However, he's doing some weird stuff. Um, he's the only person I've ever had to block on Instagram besides a bunch of like Chinese, like accounts that like, like steal pipe designs. I know it doesn't do anything cause they have a million other accounts, but I do it anyways. So this is the only actual real person I've had to block on Instagram. And it wasn't because he was being like, I mean, he was like talking shit, but it's like, whatever, like who, everyone talks shit, but it was a, in a weird way where like talking to people like we know each other or like we worked on the RBR project together and then we had to go our separate ways or like a lot of weird stuff that I didn't understand. And, um, I literally had to block this person because I was constantly seeing in my feed conversations where he was trying to get me to engage to say, we didn't work together on this or this or that. Just trying to get me to comment. He was casting the line out to try and catch a fish because he knows in this, he's a smart guy, honestly, because he knows in this day and age, like all publicity is good publicity. He's like, if I get in arguments that they did it and the comments were arguing about this, it's going to bring some, some people to the page. And you want, you want to know what he makes? He only makes one thing. And it looks like an RBR. So the guy that's hating on me literally makes the same thing as me and calls it the same thing. But it's his recycler, honestly. Like my RBRs, they might have a similar shape, but mine are mine and his are his. So I like what I said to him was like, dude, just call it something else. Call it like your recycler, the RB3 or whatever the fuck you want to call it. First of all, too, I'm not talking about Jeff. Jeff's a good dude. I'm not talking about Jeff. You guys know who Jeff is. He's a, he's, he's a fun guy. Red robe report. All right. Talking about a different person. This guy is just, it's just, he's just a strange unit. And one of the weird things is he has kind of like this group of followers that are like kind of cheering him on, which, you know, most of us have our like little group that like supports us and wants to see us do well. But their perspective is really interesting. It's like, they're like, yeah, dude. Yeah. Fuck those, those corporate bear mountain people. You'll get them. Like, just keep crushing that. Like, and a lot of them think that me and him worked on this design together. <sighs> a bunch of really weird shit. So my point is I had to block someone on Instagram recently, which I've never had to do just because I, I don't, I don't really care. And I try not to get too, um, 
sucked into it because I know the harder I work, the more I build, the more people won't like me. One thing I notice is uh, if you're a really hard worker, and especially if you're public about it, you're going to annoy people. I mean, people are going to just just not like you because it, it can be annoying if you're fucking having a hard time paying your bills and you're working as hard as you can, but you have other responsibilities or maybe you just like playing video games, whatever it is. And then you have an asshole like me that's just working all the time and posting it, making everyone think that that's what you need to do to be successful. It makes other people irritated. You don't need to work all the time to be successful. It, like I've said before, it's just what I do because I'm not really I'm not just like naturally good at stuff. I have to work so hard and constantly to practice to get there. And there's some people out there that are just naturally gifted. They can just do it a little bit and they're very, very good, which, you know, we're, we're all different. So, yeah, got a weird, weird glass artist guy that's kind of doing some, some strange stuff out there. And I'm really trying not to get too like focused on it. But still, even though he's blocked, I have people like commenting stuff and, Oh, just, I don't even know. I don't even know why I talked about that on a fucking podcast, but hey, we did it and we talked about it. We're just talking about whatever's on my mind right now. So um, coming up at this Planet Caravan drop though here soon, like I said, there will be a few colored pieces in there and one of them is right here. This is a 10 millimeter uh, micro RBR with Tel Magenta and the new transparent orange from Glass Alchemy. And, um, I did like a little like cab on the side with the bear paw, just did something a little different for this one, just cause I was, I loved the color so much and I was having fun making it. And I was like, I want to do something different. Um, so I did. And actually the new 10 millimeter micros, I kind of wanted to talk about that a little bit in today's episode. Uh, cause we've talked about the 14 millimeter standards and the 14 millimeter XL double diffuse, which we'll talk about all of those more and more episodes because there's a lot that I don't cover because I get stoned, I get distracted, I go off on tangents. And then by the end of the episode, I don't even know what I've talked about. And I have to like watch it to figure out what the fuck did I say. But the new 10 millimeters are a bit bigger. Now, I made them a little bit bigger um, just because I did a couple tests with them a little bit bigger. And the function just felt that much better. And I know people want like stuff tiny, tiny, tiny. But for the price point, I feel like a little bit bigger is even even better, honestly. And it's a 10 millimeter. And I would say, um, excuse me, sorry. Um, I would say that those are probably right now the favorite that I've noticed with like a lot of the real like connoisseur, like, like oil people, just because they're a bit smaller and they're so direct, but they have all that same function and like, you know, vortex and like effortless pull of an RBR, but they have like a little bit different pull because the perks a little smaller, more narrow. It makes like a chirp, like chop. Um, it's a really unique hit. So we're going to be dropping uh, 20 clear ones and then 10 colored ones up this upcoming planet caravan drop. And like I said, after this drop, this is the last giant, giant one for a while because I need to fucking get caught up and I need to get more shops glass because it's just getting wild out there. We're already into March and I've only done like two drops. You would think I would have done more for how much I work. It's fucking nuts. I honestly don't know how other people do it. Sometimes I get envious of those people that don't have to work as much. I'm like, tell me the secret. What do you have to do to work a little less and travel and do stuff like that? Um, but I really think what it is is I just... You know, we all get hit with different responsibilities as we grow up and life changes. And I just think what it is, is just, there's, a, there's just a lot to pay for right now. 
And I'm sure that will change someday. But right now, I'm I'm working hard to take care of a lot of things and make sure everybody's comfy and safe. So, geez. Sorry, I keep, like, blowing my nose into the mic. Literally, I started smoking this joint and started getting congested. So, I don't know what happened. Mmm. But that Mac, whew, that is a tasty strain. Got this from a cut above up in Denver. They're killing it. Don't want to plug them too much, then all the weed will be sold out because all the good strains do sell out almost everywhere else, but it seems like a cut above always has something good. Somehow they keep stuff in stock. Oh, man, today's uh, another thing we're doing today. Besides colored work, I'm getting into making a couple honey jars later. I won't finish them tonight. I'm going to need to... I mean, my goal is to hopefully just get the cans made with the perks in them, and then tomorrow I'll do final assembly, which I haven't dropped any honey jars this year, so I'm excited. I think we're only going to be dropping 10 honey jar recyclers in 2020. Um, two of the clear ones will be going to Planet Caravan coming up. And those those recyclers, too, like I wanted to do – I wanted to actually have them done for this podcast. I unfortunately didn't because your boy's always behind, even if I work a ton. But I wanted to have them in this podcast so I could talk about the function of the honey jar recycler because it has more of that traditional recycler hit. And uh, in episode um, – I think it was four. Yeah, episode four, we talked about like the RBRs and the concept behind them and how they're like more of like an effortless recycler, how they pull. The honey jar recycler has that more traditional, that like initial little gulp that you have of the recycler when you first pull them on recyclers usually have like a little gulp of water and then they start flowing. Um, the honey jar has that, but it's still effortless. Like you feel the gulp, but you didn't work for it. You didn't have to like get it going for the recycler to start moving water. Um, so I want, I, w- I kind of wish I would have had one of those here so I could have talked about and shown and had a little sound so you guys could check those out, but maybe next week because I actually have a fully colored honey jar recycler to make for village sensations, which is a drop coming up in New York. And like, I think like 10 or 12 days or something like that. But you know, us constantly, constantly saying yes, constantly crushing and just trying to stay busy. You know, like I have days where I miss being bored where I'm like, Oh man, honey, like talking to my wife right now. I'm like, Oh, I remember when we used to get bored and we like, what do we do with ourselves? Sometimes I miss that, but also too, it's like that saying, like grass is always greener on the other side. Even if we had, if we were bored nowadays, we'd be like, fuck, I like, I'm bored because I don't know why I'd be bored at this point. There's so many things I could do, but if I was bored, we'd wish we were busy because when you're bored, even when you're a kid, you're like, you almost go crazy. Like I, I grew up out in the middle of nowhere in like a little like farm town and uh, I had an older brother. He was a stepbrother, so he didn't live with us. He was quite a bit older. Um, so I was like an only child pretty much growing up and man, did I get bored? Oh my God. I'd get so bored. I'd get, um, I mean the, the amount of boredom that would happen over a summer vacation for me. And like I would skateboard in my driveway and stuff, but like I would literally get excited just to see a car driving by. Cause we lived out in the middle of nowhere. It was pretty pathetic. But nowadays, like we almost like, we're like, man, I wish we could be bored. Wish we could feel that again because we're always so busy or behind or maybe haven't gotten done what we've already said we need to get done. It's just it's just constant. Oh yeah, also too, I wanted to talk about the Titan RBR at some point today because like last episode when we were talking about the double diffused perk, um, I was like making a point saying like how the perk functioned and stacked water and uh 
it's kind of hard to see it in like that smaller four max. There's so much water chopping around, but the Titan RBR, we'll talk about that here in a minute. And, um, I'll like, sh it'll, I'll be able to show you guys more how that perk is that how the, the double diffuse perk works. Cause it's not welded to the walls or anything and we'll get into it, but literally I've been talking and I've barely smoked my joint. So I'm going to take a sip of coffee. I'm going to smoke my weed for a minute and then we'll talk about the Titan RBR and we'll get into a few other things, but this is chill. Super excited to be filming another episode. I had, when I canceled this episode five for last week, I literally, when I hit the send button, it like hurt. And I got anxiety about that. I was like, I literally just stressed myself out more because I wanted, I want to be consistent. Like I want like things like podcasts and stuff like that. And even like Instagram and social media accounts, you need to be consistent. You have to be constantly working on it and like bringing content to the people who are trying to support what you're doing. So it's definitely a commitment, obviously a good one, but it's just, you know, I don't want to do that again. Cause I felt like a piece of shit, honestly, for canceling it. And I know it's not that big of a deal, you know what I mean? But I put, I have like a lot of pride and I put like a lot of myself, like in how I think about things. I overthink everything and it's probably all that weed I smoke, but it's just part of my, uh, personality. I'm an overthinker got ash everywhere. Probably can't even really see it on the camera though. Mm. This is honestly like made my morning a lot better. We started the day, like I said, I got in an argument with my assistant and stuff. And just, this is, this is definitely made today. Today I feel a lot more chill. I think we'll get set up for a good positive day of work and won't just be stewing on things. That's one of the things I said to him when he left. I was like, I was like, we're good, dude. Just don't overthink it. Don't go home and dab and overthink it because you're going to get more worked up. We're good. So the Titan RBR. I'm going to pull that out here in a second. And then me and my, my dude Mark Styles will get this adjusted because this thing is huge. It's a beast. Let's grab the mood mat here. Oh, my body. I'm so sore. I started working out with a trainer again this week because I'm trying to lose some weight. For the Hawaii show. And I just want to be healthier. I want to be able to keep up with my kid. Because she's fucking running like a machine now. And my wife is super healthy and athletic. And I'm just like fat and sore from working so much and tired. But I need to I need to get healthier. <coughs> so before I pull on this. I just wanted to cough. Not near the mic. Before I pull on this and talk about function on this. I mean before I like start pulling on this piece. Because I'm going to have to fucking go way up there. Let's just talk about like the function a little bit. So me and Rye Dryer, my guy Ryan, and I'm sorry if I said your name wrong, dude. I, I'm pretty sure I have a speech impediment, some sort of handicap where I can't say things right. Um, but yeah, this piece wouldn't have been possible with, with, without Ryan's help. First of all, I got to say this to be clear. Ryan flew out here from Michigan, and he came out on his own dime and everything. He just wanted to come out and show me how to use my new lathes. And he flew out here and he hung out with us and he helped us unload the lays. Like the lays got delivered while he was here in town and we unloaded them. We got them up on the benches and like got everything dialed in. And Ryan had brought out all his like torches and hoses. Cause I don't have any of the equipment to get the lays running right now. So he brought out his stuff so that we could do a little run on them and try them out. And, uh, so yeah, he came out here and he essentially, I made this perk. And then on the lathe, Ryan like made the can, the drain, we assembled it. I helped with the welds and stuff because this took teamwork because it's such a big 
piece that even on the lathe, like you need multiple, we needed help. We needed to work together. I mean, someone probably could do it by themselves, but with a piece of glass this big, we were watching it like flex and bend. So like it was hard to do certain welds, especially on the lathe because we maxed out that lathe like as big as it could go. So without Ryan, this wouldn't have been possible. And you guys should definitely, um, you should definitely follow his work. I wish I, I knew how to spell his fucking Instagram tag. But if you go to the Titan RBR posts on my Instagram, you'll see his, him tagged on there. So let's talk about it. The perk down here, this shower head is actually the same shower head you've seen a double diffused. It's a reinforced 24 hole gridded shower head um, with a little bit bigger holes on the top of the shower head. So that's the path of least resistance. So that way, the, really the idea with my shower head perks is sometimes people go, why isn't there bubbles coming out of the bottom holes? I designed my perks so basically the path of least resistance, I want the water and smoke to stack vertically. So I do the holes a little bit bigger on the top of it. Those holes on the side and at the bottom are more there. Say you have someone that pulls really hard on a piece. That gives, it takes away some of that vertical pressure so hopefully they don't get water in their mouth. So basically think about it. If they pull really hard or if they pull really light, this, the water is just going to come out of those top holes or the bubbles will just come out of the top holes on the shower head perk. If you pull really hard though, that bubble is going to go down and some of those bubbles will shoot out the side holes, will take some of that vertical energy away. Technically with this piece, we probably should have kept all vertical energy because it's so fucking huge, but whatever. We did it normal. Because um, I really wanted to see like, I thought this would be a great way to display what the double diffuse perk is doing. Um, I posted lots of slow motion videos and stuff like that. So you can check those out. But I wanted to talk about it here because talking about it's a little bit different. Um, I really wanted to show like how this perk works because on paper and even back in the day when I showed other glass blowers, especially when I had just started out and it was only my first year in, I definitely looked like an idiot. People are like, why is there a fucking Maria with cuts in it just like sitting there? Like it doesn't make sense. But I tried it both ways. I had tried them welded before and, I, and what I noticed was that it just didn't drain right. Too much water got trapped. There wasn't like the water wasn't doing like a really quick, fast, like heavy drain. Like it was just getting stuck. So I tried one day not welding it. Actually, what happened was one day, like I made a perk and I actually fucked up and like I had to put a Maria in it because it didn't fit in the piece. So I had to like shrink the perk up so that it fit in the piece. And I, this was years ago. This is like 2013, early 2013. And uh, so I was like, okay, I had to shrink that to fit in this piece. And I did that. And after I did that, it didn't have any cuts in it. I just had it in there. It had this really cool hit. I was like, whoa, that has a really unique hit because I had other like, like bell recyclers is what I called back, called these back in the day. But I had other ones that didn't have that little disc. And I was like, okay, those hit great too. But there's something about that little disc. So then I tried to make one with the disc that was a little tighter in there. And that worked great, but I noticed too much water was sitting on top of the disc now, like because of, we've talked about this in episode four, but because of adhesion cohesion, that water was sticking around that perk because it's tight surface area and it was making like a little membrane and the water was sitting on top of the disc, like too much water. It's fine if some water sits up there, but it's like a balance. So there was too much water up there and I'm like, okay, so I put some cuts, I put some cuts in that Maria. And then when I did that, I noticed the water was able to fall back to the base quick enough that the drain would be nice and fast. So that's kind of how that perk developed. But when you're doing these and they just have one disc and then it's just like immediate re recycling, like you don't see the benefit it has, but you feel it. So with the Titan RBR right here, we can more see 
what the effect is of the perk. And I don't know how good we're going to be able to capture this because I kind of threw this in my producer's lap like as we were filming. So um, we'll do our best here. But I'll pull on this a few times. Honestly, this thing takes so much work to make it function. You get high just from dry pulling on it. You don't even need weed. They could sell these at head shops and colleges for people that just like they can't they just can't find weed or maybe they don't want to break the law because they're trying to like be a good kid or something. And they just pull on this a few times. You get dizzy and have to lay down. You're having fun. So I'm going to pull it on a few times because I've, I've done it before. And if I ever bring these to events or ever sell these, they'll probably have to come with some sort of release form. Be like, you may pass out from, you know, lack of oxygen. Just trying to smoke this thing. All right. So I'm going to try and figure out the best way to, to do this on camera here because it's so fucking tall. So like anywhere in here, because this tornado, bro, have you ever seen me pull on this thing? Yeah. Okay, because it gets wild. I it. Okay, so you know. Mark knows, it's pointless. I'm not trying to trick anyone here. I'm not trying to convince you guys that this is the best way to smoke weed. If anything, I'd, warn, I'd shy away from it. Don't try it. Stay away. Smoke a smaller piece. But this is for fun. And if you're not having fun, why, why do it? Sweet. Yeah, we're good. Let's fucking try it out, dude. Climbing up, everybody. Oh, yeah. All right, here we are. Dude, look at my shape in this camera. I'm loving it. I'm looking healthy. I'm looking fed. I'm looking well fed. Ooh. That's a vortex the size of a small child. And that was my goal. I want... I wanted to make a tornado the size of a small child. I told everyone that when I got these lays, the first thing I was doing, I wanted to make a tornado, the biggest one I could. And without Ryan, it wouldn't have been possible. Let's get into it again. Oh, yeah. That's really something. All right, I'm going to try and get down with this while we see. All right. I'm thick, but I can jump still. Um, so the Titan RBR. One thing you notice about this is when it's stacking up through here, it's, it's got like this like chop. It's like climbing each one of these little, um, I should probably talk on the mic. Sorry guys, my bad. Still new to this over here, everybody. We're gonna move this just a little bit and then I'm gonna talk to you guys a little bit more about this perk. So even though this does take a lot of effort, it's obviously not so much effort that you couldn't use it. It's just not effortless. And that's what I try to go for with the RBRs. The whole point of this was really just to show that this perk and how it worked, it does have a function. These discs are not welded. They're more there like a ladder for water, giving the water a place to step on as it climbs to the top of this huge tube. And then that way it has enough energy to shoot into the vortex chamber and drain and actually make that tornado that most people want recyclers for. Um, like we talked about last episode, like I think recyclers and all that, like these, I mean, it's just a different way of smoking, a different experience, but essentially I feel like a recycler is like a, a fancy splash guard. It just gives the water another place to go once it's made it to the top of the piece. So that way it doesn't go into your mouth. It goes back to the base to continue to feed the perk energy and water. So the Titan RBR was just more of a display of that perk showing that this perk actually does something. This is possible. Um, I had faith, but I was definitely nervous when I saw this thing coming together. Cause the base is like over a hundred millimeters. It's, it's huge. I mean, 
and even people still see even though this base is massive like people see it and they're like oh it's going to tip over and that the base isn't big enough i'm like this thing is actually huge like the base on this if you put like this next to like an xl double diffuse or something it's a totally different thing um i'd actually like to show you guys a triple double here in a minute too since like i stood up with mark and we fucked with cameras we'll might, maybe we'll just grab a triple double and do that in a second and play around with it but let's smoke a little more thanks for bearing with me here anybody that's made it this far you guys are awesome. Uh, I also wanted to do something too. Uh, we'll sneak this in right here because if anyone's made it this far, you guys deserve something. If you, I want to give a, do like a little sticker giveaway. Uh, so let's say the first, let's say the first uh, 20 people, okay? The first 20 people to email me and you have to email me the words shrimp donut or you can uh, sh send me the emojis of a donut and a shrimp but shrimp donut, email me that and your address, and we'll send you a sticker pack with the What's Up Everybody sticker and a couple Bear Mountain Studios stickers. So that's a little giveaway for you guys that made it this far who've bared with me and my uh, mediocre podcast. So I'm going <laughs> to... Got my producer laughing. I love it. See, that's what's fun about this. I get to smile and laugh at this guy behind the camera. Eventually, we might even have him over here one day. We'll see. Hmm. Take a little smoke break though, because I always just talk and don't smoke. Because then by the end of the podcast, I usually have to smoke a second joint, so I can really just sit there and smoke and get myself ready for my actual like work day, like you know actually glass blowing and stuff. But I have a lot of fun doing these. I always like, like I always have so much I write down and so much I want to talk about, and then what ends up happening is I talk about stuff I didn't even think about in the podcast, and then once that camera turns off, I'm like fuck, I forgot to talk about this and I, I wanted to get into this and, you know, but it's, you know, this is all improv. We're just basically hanging out here. I'm starting my day off with a, a conversation and a sesh with, with you guys out there. So I hope you guys are also able to smoke or dab or whatever you're doing, able to enjoy it with me and hang out. But, um, let's see here. If anything else on my list I want to get into before we talk about some more function, hmm, <laughs> No, let's fucking, let's look at a triple-double. I'm going to pull out my personal triple-double. I probably could even have Mark grab it, and I could probably sit right here. Yeah. Just open that case. It's on the second to the bottom shelf. It's green and black. It's all the way at the bottom. And it's green and black, right? That one right there. And you're, you got her. And watch, it's a little, you have to tilt it to get it out. Yeah, it's a little big. It's a big girl. Doesn't look big next to the Titan RBR, though. Sick, thank you. Look at that, teamwork. The Titan? No, she could hang out. She's fine. We'll have all the RBRs hanging out at the table. The Titan RBR makes everything look small. Um, this right here is a triple-double, and these are a pretty limited type of RBR I do. Uh, this drain design was the first person I saw do it, and I got to give him a shout-out because I most of the time when I make these, I try to shout him out. This kid is an innovator. He's super skilled. I'm pretty sure everything's handmade, and he, he would trick you because it looks like it's lathe made. But his name is Richie Gage on Instagram. I'm pretty sure I'm saying that right. Like I said, I probably got a speech penum or something. But uh, <laughs> I love it. Thank you for laughing, Mark. See, no one ever laughs at me. My wife just gets annoyed with me. Um, but yeah, Richie Gage, he, he, I saw him make like a drain that like – came out and then went into another funnel. It wasn't like stacked like this, but it's essentially the same thing. It's like two was two funnels. And I saw that and I was like, visually, how does a recycler get be better? 
multiple vortexes. Uh, and like it just blew me away. And like that kid is so talented. So I, I'm almost positive it's Richie Gage. But go follow him on Instagram. His pieces, he's always making new unique stuff. Had to give him a shout out in here. This is not a paid advertisement. Um, also, too, I was thinking what would be crazy is a Titan RBR with like 20 of these drains. So you could like go into like 20 different little like fucking like funnels that just come down the whole thing. Uh, what I noticed with these funnels, though, because I've done somewhere like three funnels. Is that third one, it takes a second for it to get going for the water to like make it there and, and be spinning. So I feel like a piece like as big as a Titan, you'd have to pull on it. And like as this one was finishing, like the one at the bottom would be starting. I don't know. Yeah, like this guy. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh, like closer to me like this. Oh, because it's like we're losing it a little bit in the shot. Okay. And I almost want my dark background for my sweater there. Yeah, hey. So you can just like put it like kind of right in front of the mic. Right in front of the mic. Boom. Like a little bit forward even. Boom. And then you can still talk into the mic. Okay, cool. Awesome. Um, so basically what I was like um, trying to say about that, because I'm just assuming a lot of you are understanding where I'm going, but I could be confusing. I talk kind of fast and sometimes I'm not making sense. But it'd be really cool to have like a Titan RBR and do a bunch of these different like funnels. So you see on this like triple double, there's two funnels. I'm gonna pull on this in a second. We'll show function, but um, I'm just talking about ideas because there's so many fun things I want to do. Like the like when I made the Titan RBR, I was like I could never sell something like this. But then I had a ton of people that wanted one, so I might drop one Titan RBR this year or next year. It'll come in a big gun case or something. It'll be ridiculous. But um. I just have so many fun things I want to do. I want to see water do. It's like doing water tricks. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't mean that the smoking experience is any better. It's just a visual thing. It's fun. Like recyclers are just fun. Like you could smoke a two hole Diffie Grammy tube. It's like all in your preference. But um, there's something about just like water and the water movement and having control of where it's going. There's, it's just, it's just really fun. Um, so uh, we'll check out some function here now. Uh, let's see. I'll throw a mood mat. I'll steal this one from here. From that little micro there. Has this thing got water in it too? Oh my god. Pointless. <laughs> but it's fun. Who I mean, taking a giant dab on a tiny rig, there's nothing more fun than that. When you like blow a huge like cloud of smoke and you're like, that went through that little tiny rig. It makes you feel like a makes you feel powerful like a dragon or something. I don't know. Alright, so Let's, uh, let's see if we got the angle right here on this triple-double because it's really important, those vortex. Okay. It's weird. Everything's, like, backwards for me. It's almost like... So I'm going to probably swing the mic a little bit so I can lean in. Boom. All right. Let's see here. Looks pretty good. I almost want my sweater in the background, though, so it's a dark background so you can see it. Let's go this way. Yeah, that'll work. So... You're gonna notice if you look closely, there's gonna be like a vortex in this strain and this strain. Ooh, that's terpy. That's had a lot of hash go through it. Holy cow. You guys ever have a rig like that? It's been sitting for like a week and just so many dabs have gone through it and it just tastes a little crazy. I think I got high just from pulling on that. And that heavy bubble tornado is a perfect example of like once a piece has been smoked a little bit, those terps add some viscosity to the water, which makes that percolator in there aerate the water more. And that little bit of viscosity helps trap all those tiny bubbles. 
and all the tiny bubbles are going to follow the true path the water's following. So that's one thing, like a, a lot of people you'll see online, they'll post a recycler and maybe it doesn't have those tiny bubbles going. That just means that they haven't put a dab through it or anything. It's perfectly clean water. I would say almost all recyclers nowadays, because people have, are really getting these things on lock, like most recyclers nowadays, once you put a couple dabs through them, they do crazy fucking vortexes, crazy shits with, with the drain. So, so understand when you're buying an artist recycler, like they're going to show you a clean water video, like ask them, like take a couple dabs of them and show me a video. Like it's going to do some crazy shit. So don't judge a recycler just based on like a dry pole video. What's more accurate is show me a rig that's been smoked because that's accurate. We're never just pulling on these rigs without anything in it. We buy these to smoke these. We buy these to put smoke through them. And then once you do that once, it starts making a crazy bubble drain. So, you know, that's one of the things I've noticed. Like I've had to put in post now, but I've taken a dab on this piece. So there's been two dabs through this piece. Like I have to be clear because I've had customers get an RBR and be like, why isn't it vortexing? I'm like, it is. Have you smoked it yet? And they're like, no. I'm like, once you put a dab through it, you'll get all those little bubbles that you like from the videos I post. So, but that goes for all recyclers, everybody out there. There's so many dudes that make crazy recyclers. The RBR is just one of them. I'm honestly one of those people. It's like collect them all. There's so many fucking cool recycler designs out there. And I, I notice like each day it seems more and more. There's like more guys making more recyclers and like some people's prices are just unbeatable. Um, you can get some really cool glass in an awesome price range nowadays just because I feel like there's so many people that are really just crushing that, uh, you know, they, they, they want their glass used. They want people buying it. They want to see it smoked. And sometimes if things get too expensive, they become more of a conversation piece and less of a, a functional tool you use in your everyday life. And that was the concept behind the RBR. I didn't want it to be put on a pedestal or be put like in that display case, like, Get her dirty. I want her smoked. I want her on the coffee table. I want it. I want that thing out and used. I want it to be a tool that you use in your everyday life. And of course, I, I make like like really crazy technical things too that I'd love to be your conversation piece or your rare piece that you have in your collection. But right now, I'm having so much fun making functionals that people are using, that people are getting to have fun with. Like, I'd rather my glass being used than sitting on a shelf. And that's always been the, that's that's my been my new grind. Like when I first started glass blowing, I feel like I got so hung up in trying to be like cool or impress people with like technical seals or shaping or this and that, just just trying to find a way for people to accept me into the industry. And then I was like, what do but what what do I love about the industry? Like what keeps me around? What keeps me coming back for more when it comes to the glass industry or going to the head shop or buying weed? Like, and then I just started making what I like what I got excited about in the industry are things I had fun with. And it's just moving water, just playing with function all day. And that's when I feel like, you know, it's like my first few years of glass blowing were just like, obviously a lot of grinding, learning, trying really technical stuff. And then like 2018, like everything just changed. It just became more of like, I wasn't so worried about impressing these bigger artists that I desperately wanted to be part of like any projects or community. I, I was like, no, I just want to fucking, I just want to have fun and have more time to hang out with my wife and just, and not be so stressed out. And I feel like once I did that and I just started making what I really enjoyed, a lot of things changed. And I think that could, that could go for anything you're doing, any industry or art or crafts or craftsman, anything you're doing, you can feel like that type of perspective can go almost anywhere. Um, man, I keep setting this joint down again. This is fun. Fuck yeah, guys. Episode five. We're here. 
we're doing it. We're, I don't even know how long we're into it, but this has been super fun so far. So I'm going to light my joint. We'll keep hanging out. I haven't been, I haven't been able to hang out with you guys or make one of these. And like, we haven't dropped one in over a week. So, uh, just excited to really get back on it. I'm in a better state of mind now than I was last week. Last week was rough. We're all human though, right guys? I just didn't want to like, I wanted to share it with you after the fact, not like while it was happening. Cause you know, I would have been way more dramatic about it. I know my personality. Dab, dude. Shit. This has been fucking fun. Um, but again, let's just go over a couple more things before we get out of here. Do not forget, next week is the Goliath episode. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't even know if he smokes weed. I don't know anything. But he's my friend. And we're going to hang out. And we're going to talk about stuff. And yeah, we're going to talk about some glass blowing. But I just want to know about him. He is such... He's just an interesting person and character. He seems like he has stories for days. So it's going to be a different format next week. But I think it will be fun for me to do a little bit more listening and learning myself. And you guys can be there too. And we'll just hang out and do it all together. Um, and just hear more about his story. Because it's the same thing I've experienced like on Instagram. You can only share. like You get like one minute or 15 seconds on your story or whatever. It's hard to fit it all into that. And when we do things like these podcasts and these long episodes, like anyone that's made it this far, like when you've made it this far, you're patient enough to just like get through some of the bullshit and shitty stuff and then get to the parts that are actually interesting or something you want to hear, hopefully. So I'm, I'm fucking super excited to talk to him. I cannot wait. Um, and I'm really excited to do this planet caravan drop guys. I've been, this drop has been giving me anxiety for probably five months. So I'm excited to finally just move on to the next thing because it's been crazy i'm excited to do smaller drops these big drops give me a lot of anxiety it's a lot of glass to drop in one place um not only is it a lot of work for the store to sell it all like and crush and get back to everyone quick enough but it's just it's just a lot and i feel like maybe we should spread it out a little bit more do smaller drops um and do make things a little bit more limited so things are starting to change because i have a lot more shit i want to work on Mm-hmm. Man, this Mac all episode. It's like a fucking to me, everyone has a different turp profile when they smoke stuff. You know what I mean? Like one person's like, Oh, it tastes like lemons or it tastes like this, and then you taste something totally different. Me for the Mac, why I love it. It tastes like a salty, buttery sugar cookie with jet fuel poured on top of it, which doesn't sound good like really, but when you're smoking it, that's all you want. It's sour. It's got some sour notes in there. It's a beautiful thing. I'm curious too with dabbing. Like I would like to maybe like do some episodes where we're actually showing some like smoking function on these rigs, but I don't know how that's all going to work on YouTube. I think I need to do a little bit more watching and learning. Yeah. My, like my producer shrugging. He's like, I don't know either. We'll see. They probably won't even like me smoking weed on here, but I'm so little right now. I think they don't know about me. I'm just hiding in the background. That's one thing I miss. I'll say this before we end this. One thing I miss about early on in my uh, glass career in this industry is like I could just kind of slide in the background. No one was paying attention to me. I was just crushing, doing my own thing. The day I turned that camera around and started filming my face and putting myself on the internet like that was the day that I just, I, I don't know. Things changed for the better, clearly. But it's just, it made me feel like I don't know. It's a, it's a vulnerable thing, but, um, 
But yeah, that last hit of that mech clearly ripped my train of thought right from my head, threw it on the ground, stomped on it. <sighs> Fuck. All right. Well, again, don't forget the Hawaii show coming up June 27th. Um, we're going to have another giveaway coming up here. I feel like I want to do like a honey jar giveaway. The people that made it this far, you heard in there, we're doing a little giveaway here on the uh, podcast. First 20 of you to email us. I'm not going to tell you what to email us because you will have had to have heard the whole episode. So um, this is the What's Up Everybody podcast. I'm your host, Evan Mann. Thank you so much, everybody. Uh, we're con- we're here at Bear Mountain Studios. I'm about to get back to work. I got a bunch of shit to finish today, so it's going to be a long day. But it's going to be a good day. Um, yeah. A rising tide lifts all boats. Let's all work hard together and uh, make this, in- this industry and this whole economy of glass good for all of us. Let's all work hard together. Thanks so much, everybody.